Welcome to Console Chronicles, where we dive into the world of gaming. We'll cover the latest gaming trends, updates, and all things worth knowing, with a personal twist. On this pilot episode, we're going to take some time to introduce ourselves, give you a little bit of background to who we are, where we come from, and whether you're a passionate gamer, a technology enthusiast, or simply just curious about the world of gaming, we've got you covered. So without further ado, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Stuart. I'm Irish, but living in Canada, and I've been a gamer for as long as I can remember. My gaming journey began as young as six, playing Age of Empires 1 on the family computer. From there, I grew up as a PlayStation kid. My first console was a PlayStation 1, grew into PlayStation 2, and then PSP, which was my primary console for way too many years, before eventually graduating to PS3, PS4, PS5, and so on and so forth. Gaming has been an ever-present hobby in my life for as long as I can remember. So during the pandemic, I built a PC and I ventured across to the dark side, but PlayStation remains close to my heart and throughout this podcast journey, I am going to be a PlayStation expert. But enough about me. I'll pass it off to my co-host so he can introduce himself. Thanks very much for that, Stuart. So we debated who should go first, and I'm not sure I've made a great decision to follow that act, but here goes anyway. So for those who don't know me, my name is Cormac. I'm Irish in Ireland. I haven't abandoned ship just yet. I have been playing games for as long as I can remember. One of the first and funniest things I remember is getting the little discs for the, the family computer for our, it was Treasure Planet, Disney's Treasure Planet games. And I didn't quite realize that the games didn't come by the amount of cereal you ate. So I probably consumed more cereal than I should have around that time. <laughs> From there, kind of went to PS2, GameCube, Xbox 360 in 2008. That was kind of my, my first introduction to online gaming. My interest in gaming has become somewhat of an obsession since then. And I'm thrilled to share what I can call a passion, as far as anyone else is concerned, to anyone who will listen. Together, we aim to create an entertaining and informative space where we can explore the diverse and exciting world of gaming while we have a few laughs along the way. Exactly. We want this podcast to be as interactive and as engaging as possible. So we encourage you to reach out to us. Whether you have questions, topic suggestions, games you want us to review, or whether you just want to share your thoughts with us, please do not be afraid to reach out. So now you know a little bit about us personally, I think it's time for a quick questionnaire so you know what our tastes are. I'll kick things off. All right. So Stuart, what is your favorite game of all time? This is an easy one for me, and it's a recent one as well. So I, I'm going to assume that people would have played it and they can also agree with where I'm coming from. But it's got to be God of War. It's got to be the newer God of War. 2018 is probably my favorite game of all time. Um, but it was a masterpiece. It had a great in-depth story that just kept pulling you in. The gameplay was fun. It was unique for the series at the time. They had taken a really big change away from where they were with God of War 3. And really, it was one of those games you just couldn't put down. I finished it, like I think, in the space of a week. And then I just spent weeks and weeks putting more hours in trying to get to that 100%. But yeah, God of War for me, best there is. By your PlayStation flag, high and proud. You, you, we're not getting sponsors yet, Stu. Calm it down, all right? We'll come back to that. But no, <laughs> uh, it's it's a game that I, I love to have seen that it's been ported over to Steam and everything like that. So it's available to everyone in due course because I, I think it's it's a good shout. It's a really good shout. Yeah, it, it really is. If you see it on sale, you're thinking about it, don't debate, just do it. You won't regret it. And I think, you know, maybe... 2023 is a little bit optimistic, but maybe 2024 we'll get to see Ragnarok be ported over to the PC as well. But 
focusing on 2023. We've had a lot of great games come out so far this year. I know we have even more coming up, but if we had to look back from January to date, what's your favorite game and why? It's not even a debate. It's not a question. There are a lot of games coming out this year, but Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, hands down, all day, blindfolded, absolutely. I bought it on pre-sale, which I never do for a start, because I'm a little bit of a Legend of Zelda fanboy in some, time, some cases. Not all the time, but sometimes I am. When it came out, I didn't get into it straight away, which was the interesting fact. I couldn't quite get the time frame for it. I was busy doing all sorts of other stuff, but when I finally did sit down give it the time it has taken all of my time i am picking the switch up non-stop just for i wonder what's in that cave or wonder what's over here and it really takes me back to open sandbox games i haven't done any of the story easily with 30 hours in the game just because i'm enjoying playing the game and i'm enjoying doing what i want to do not following this linear storyline step for step which i'll come back and do when i want to but for for now and i would say you can ask me again come december i don't see a game beating this for me but still going to give other games a shot but for the time being i see this being an unbelievable shit yeah it and it is i was the opposite of you actually i bought it the day it came out and i just put my 20 hours into it as quick as i possibly could and then the last few weeks it's been like oh just trying to find the time to pick it back up and get into it a little bit but no by far it is definitely be one of the biggest games of the year probably of the next few years as well seeing as uh how well breath of the wild did yeah yeah absolutely that aside what was your first online gaming experience? So I got a fun one for you. My first gaming experience was way back Christmas 2008. Opening up presents downstairs and I unraveled my first Call of Duty, which is Call of Duty World at War. And it was it was for the Wii. It so, was so for the what? For the Wii. You know that console that came out with the sports and the Wii Fit board and stuff? All the family-friendly games. Not not Call of Duty, man. Oh, but you plug some World at War in there and you're off to a flying start. No, it was... It, I'm sure it's it was bad compared to games nowadays but at the time it was fun it was unique you got to point the stick at the telly the nunchuck at the at the telly and just aim and shoot it was it was fun but that was that was a long time ago and funny enough i never played on any other console so i can't compare but yeah a lot of people are probably having a good giggle at the fact that it was probably one of those things that you're better off leaving the memory there because (laughs) if you go back and play it again you'll probably ruin it entirely just leave it be enjoy it love it and let's not ruin that it's actually it's probably worth a huge amount of money nowadays considering that nobody in their right mind would have bought it on the wii but (laughs) nonetheless it's it's a game that probably didn't do that well but what about you i have kind of two that i enjoy the game for what it is i don't love the content i don't love exactly what it is and one of them you'll find out pretty straight away is coffin dodgers right i got it on sale on the switch it is OAPs on mobility scooters racing and I love that for a surface level there's it is what it is it's not this in-depth storyline it's not these amazing graphics it's a bit of harmless fun it's just go out race enjoy yourself and that's it well go out race enjoy yourself with the addition of fucking knocking people off their scooters with golf clubs or shooting them with uzis right (laughs) yeah but like you got to make it fun somehow. If it was like a mobility scooter simulator, no one's going to buy it. Well, I don't know. Simulators have a pretty high following, so maybe, maybe. But (laughs) it's got to have something fun to it. And it's just a case of a development team that just had fun. And that's what I love about it. But 
outside of that, a more an actual close to my heart game that I really, really enjoy is in a lot of the formats that you see in couch co-op games now. It's called Fusion Frenzy, which I got on the Xbox Game Pass. So I never really owned the game, but I played it with one of my one of my cousins nonstop. It's just a four player, small arena, battle it out, pick up the orbs, collect the this, knock the people over. And it was you, you see so much of that these days in terms of indie developers making a little combat game for you to play with your mates and they become really popular. Fusion Frenzy had it before it was really a done thing and it stands really well in terms of if you put that side by side with a newer game the graphics are not as good but the gameplay holds and i think when you create a a kind of a timeless classic like that it really holds its money you know yeah and it's it's wild to think that was released what 20 22 years ago so to be that far ahead and i think the only other kind of games that i can think of that kind of compare to it a little bit would be something like mario party where you have all these mini games and it's couch co-op it's fun for everyone there's not necessarily a, a skill level to it um but it definitely set the way for the rest of the industry to get on board and come up with these fun creative concepts that's awesome no absolutely absolutely and it's something that's easily forgotten but when you still have the same kind of formula coming out today I think that tells you everything you need to know. But speaking of kind of games coming out today, and I'll, I'll we'll get one from both of us just to be sure. Okay, coming up in 2023, what game are you looking forward to the most, or are you anticipating to be a really really good game? Okay, I'm gonna take the PlayStation badge back out for the moment, just for this answer. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. It's got to be Spider-Man too, though. Like if we if we think about it, Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man came out back in 2019 i think it was incredible even on a playstation 4 new york never looked as good it was so well executed it was just so well done and then they i know they enhanced it and brought it out on ps5 and we had miles morales which came out as a kind of like in between game between the first spider-man and this one coming out later this year and it was only about four and a half five hours long so it really just gave you a taste of who miles was in his background a little bit but my god, they've set this game up to be something else. You have Miles Morales, you have Peter Parker, you have Venom coming in, and we only got a, a very brief glimpse back in May when Sony released it. Re- sorry, released the trailer, but like right away, I am that's what I'm checking the news for every day. I want to see more information, I want to see more gameplay. This is the game that's on my pre-order list. I'll be booking the Friday off work so I can have a full three days to dedicate to it. Like I don't think I think very few games are going to be able to beat Spider-Man 2. When you when you think about it, if you look back to like the PlayStation, was it PlayStation 2 Spider-Man? Like oh my blocky God, as arrows yes. swinging around. Yeah. You can't get the vectors <laughs> right to get swinging in the right direction. And you're trying to take photos of yourself. A disaster. Now, it was fun to play at the time, but it's come a long, long way. Um, and I think it's it's easy to overlook that, you know? Yeah, it, it, it really is. But it's it's good to still see, like, there's so many superhero games out there nowadays. It's good to see some that really just take it to another level. And it's just, that's what studios can do when they have the time, when they have the resources, when they have the technologies. But Spider-Man aside, what are some of the games that you're looking forward to coming out this year? So I'm keeping, I, I don't know if I'm going to become the indecisive person of the podcast, but I am keeping my eye on two and you love me or hate me. I don't care. I am looking out for 
Helldivers 2. It's not a game that's particularly well known. I say Helldivers 1 was a not quite a top down, it was an isometric, almost running gun slash mission based co op kind of couch co op, but obviously it had an online feature to it as well that you just you were just constantly destroying something, shooting something. You couldn't stand still. It had this pace to it, this urgency, this different attitude to a game than you get. You know, it did have its intros, but at the same time, one of my first experiences was it is I loaded into a level that was a hell dive, which is like the, the highest difficulty. When I was on level six, I wasn't supposed to be. Ah. And I just remember dropping into this absolute chaos everywhere. People are dropping cars, mechs, and I'm over here with my shotgun thinking, why is nothing dying? Now, I imagine it was a, a timeout bug, but it just, it really pushed me to be like, this is what this game can do. So with that kind of in mind, I'm looking forward to Helldivers 2. They've changed it from the isometric view, which gave you this kind of playing field of chaos to a third person view. So I, I don't know how they're going to keep that same gameplay urgency while not losing it to graphic abilities and all that kind of stuff. I, I don't know how they're going to keep that same feel, but I really, really hope they do. And I'm, I want to see where they go with it. And that's something I love. I can never get anyone to play the game with me. I'll be honest. I'll I'll play the game with you. We'll we'll say it here now. I mean, you I'll, bought it and you never played it. Let's just tell everyone the truth here. You bought it. You didn't like it. You left me. I like cold, the new man. view. I like I like the updated view. And to be honest with you, there's so few co-op games that are coming out, both past and present. There's there's been a few that have worked. There's been a lot that unfortunately hasn't worked. We get a good co-op game. Like we're we're happy as as pigs and shit, as they say. I th- I thought I washed up better than that, but awesome. Um, <laughs> the other game that I'm looking forward to is Armor Core Six. It's a you see so many mech fighters. You've all seen the mobile ads, and you they're trash. Now they they work, and I'm not to put anyone down who plays them. They just don't have the quality of content or the depth that a full fledged AAA title can can achieve. And I'm really looking forward to the developers getting out there and making a full AAA title game with all the bells and whistles, so that you're not just rinsing and repeating fights and coming around in this endless circle to increase your gear slightly i want to see it like a story to go with and all that kind of stuff so i'm excited to see what comes from there now that's i'm not as excited for that as i am hell divers but i'm i'm curious to see where they go with it because it's been a few years since we've seen one yeah and armor core games always have a history of success so you know fingers crossed this one is no different and it just gives us that experience on next gen consoles with next gen technologies and yeah. yeah but there's definitely a huge lineup coming for the rest of 2023 this year is not over yet no not by a long shot and as you say they're just kind of personal opinions it's not necessarily a top title that's going to win it it could be the smallest coffin dodgers in the world that pulls my heart for the rest of the year you don't know Well, that's it for our introductory pilot. Our first episode will be released on Wednesday the 12th of July. It's going to be a good one, so stay tuned for that. You can also find us on Twitter at ConsoleCronPod or on Instagram at ConsoleChroniclesPodcast or if you wish, you can contact us directly on info at ConsoleChronicles.net and I finally got that. Um, So it's bye from me. And it's bye from me. We'll catch you folks next time. 